Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. Fox News peddled Donald Trump's big lie that the 2020 US election was stolen. Now its owner, Rupert Murdoch, is paying the price. He settled in a defamation case, costing his network more than a billion Australian dollars. Today, a US reporter covering the case on why the hefty price tag is just the start of the media mogul's legal woes. It's been called the defamation trial of the century. Dominion. Uh, Dominion voting systems. Dominion voting systems. And it was over before it even started. The truth matters. Lies have consequences. I'm Elahe Izadi. I am a media reporter for The Washington Post and co-host of the podcast Post Reports. Elahe, this is a huge settlement, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah, this is a huge deal. I mean, this settlement amount isn't equal to the $1.6 billion that was part of this lawsuit that Dominion Voting Systems originally sought out. But $787.5 million is no small amount. And with this amount, Fox News averts a potentially embarrassing and damaging trial. Today represents a ringing endorsement for truth and for democracy. And with that, I'd like to introduce the CEO of Dominion. It almost served as a proxy, or we were were expecting it to serve as a proxy for what does accountability look like when you do air false fraud claims? And, you know, the backdrop to all of this was in months after this, there was a riot on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Now, it's important to note that Dominion could not argue in court that what Fox did contributed to the riot on the U.S. Capitol. But that was certainly on a lot of people's minds as they were watching this case come to trial. Okay, so let's, I think, step back a bit so we can really understand what was at play here, what this case was all about. And to do that, we need to go back to the days immediately after the 2020 election. This is when these conspiracy theories started to really take hold because the sea of red that Donald Trump had hoped would come wasn't appearing and the narrative started to change. Because right now, Dominion is a joke, okay? Not a very funny joke. In one Michigan county using Dominion voting systems, nearly 6,000 votes were discovered that were wrongly switched from Trump to Biden. They called it a glitch. You know a glitch? That's like the machine broke. Numerous times we found glitches. Yeah, so if we can think back to that moment as that was happening, Trump-aligned attorneys, two in particular, Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani, were booked as guests on Fox News. And that's where they started talking about something fishy going on. 
and they were saying the completely lacking of evidence claims that these machines were part of a plot to throw the election to Joe Biden and to steal the, the election from Donald Trump. Those, that is where the fraud took place, where they were flipping votes in the computer system or adding votes that did not exist. That these machines were developed and this company is from Venezuela and helped Hugo Chavez stay in power. Very close to the di dictator Chavez and it was formed in order to wow. fix elections. So there are a lot of allegations there. Just tell me now a bit more about Dominion. What exactly does it do? Yeah, so Dominion voting systems might not have been a household name prior to all this. They certainly are now. These are voting machines that, you know, people cast their ballots on. And during the 2020 election, uh, Dominion's machines were used in almost 28 states, I believe 28 states. And now you're having these these attorneys um, saying that they have close ties to the president going on air and saying that Dominion voting systems, that their machines helped throw the election to Joe Biden. Okay, so there's these conspiracy theories starting to emerge. As you say, they're being pushed by Trump's lawyers. And Fox News is sort of the megaphone for these conspiracy theories. And that's important, isn't it? Because Fox News is watched by millions and millions of Americans. Yeah, it's in fact the most watched cable news network in the United States. It is incredibly powerful. It's also a force within Republican politics and has these sort of symbiotic relationship with Republican politicians and also the party. Mm. So it is consequential that it's not just a random website or a local TV station that was airing these. It, it was a massive cable network. Yeah. And they didn't have any evidence to back up their claims, but they went on repeatedly to talk about them. And some Fox hosts in particular, like Marie Bartiromo, Lou Dobbs, who's no longer with the network, Janine Pirro, and Sean Hannity were having these people on their shows and also lending some sort of, you know, credence to them. And in some cases, now we know Rupert Murdoch has said he believes they endorse those claims to a to varying degrees that these hosts did. We talked about the Dominion software. I know that there were voting irregularities. Tell me about that. Dominion came under heavy fire after allegations that their machines caused thousands of votes in one Michigan county to be switched from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Take me now back to Delaware because that's where this defamation suit has been taking place. That's where it's now been settled. When there's a court case, there's always documents, and those documents have been really useful for showing us what was going on behind the scenes when Fox News was saying that Dominion voting system was manipulating the election, that it was trying to rig the election. So what what have we learned from those documents? Yeah, so as Fox was airing these claims from Trump's attorneys and others um, and talking about these claims, we now know that Fox executives and on-air hosts were paying very close attention to their ratings because we have to remember that on election night, Fox News was the first news organization to call a key battleground state, Arizona, for Joe Biden. Did we make a call in Arizona? Let's see. Now, there's a check mark. Did our decision desk make it? Arizona, 11 electoral votes. Yeah. 
And that moment deflated the Trump campaign. It infuriated Trump himself. And also that's a point at which we're starting to see viewers leaving Fox. And and we now know through these Mm -hmm. internal documents that people internally at the company, including Rupert Murdoch, were noticing a drop in ratings. And also they were fretting over uh, perhaps viewers going to more right-leaning and more right-wing mm-hmm. um, outlets who were giving more credence and more airtime to the election fraud claims. And that moment, Fox does not take the call back. I think that's important to note. They do not retract the call. They don't. They don't back down from that. But they're kind of stuck in this in-between state um, of of what to do because their viewership, um, which includes a lot of Trump supporters, are feeling dejected. Once again, right now, Tucker Carlson, uh, Tucker, there has been pushback to our call for Arizona to uh, be in the Biden column, and uh, my phone is lighting up with Republicans right. saying can't do it. And you just heard me. Mm, uh, So Fox had started at that point to embrace this election denialism to basically get Trump supporters back watching the network. Yeah. And we also have to kind of read between the lines, right? I mean, that's certainly the case that Dominion was prepared to argue in court, that the reason that Fox put these claims on the airwaves was precisely because it was panicked over losing viewers. The other thing that's important to note is what we see from the documents is how representatives for Dominion were repeatedly messaging Fox producers and executives, telling them this was wrong, this is false, this is all reckless. I mean, so Dominion tried almost like a thousand times or more to to indicate to people behind the scenes that this was just false and not true. Mm, Of course, key to the evidence is all these emails and text messages sent from Fox News employees and executives. Just tell me a bit more about those and what they were saying at the time. Yeah, so now we know that during this time, um, executives like Rupert Murdoch and others were were clear or indicated that they didn't really believe some of these these claims, including you know hosts like Tucker Carlson saying Sidney Powell, who is this lawyer, is lying. And also these producers who aren't as big of names um, saying, you know, this is making us uncomfortable or we're not sure this is real or this doesn't seem to be real. There's there's nothing here for us. The other really fascinating thing that we get to see now are in their own words, people like Rupert Murdoch and Tucker Carlson, who is an incredibly popular and ratings powerhouse for Fox News, saying how he passionately hates Trump, Mm. how he can't wait to ignore him. The reason that's important is because Donald Trump is running for the Republican ticket once again. And so Tucker Carlson has been largely a defender of Donald Trump throughout his entire presidency. So now we can see what he was thinking Mm. privately about him. Mm, Okay, so the Fox presenters are saying one thing on air about Dominion and something entirely different when they're not on air. So they don't believe the conspiracy theories that they're actually reporting on. Well, there's a varying levels of degree of this because for Dominion to have beat Fox and, and won, Dominion had to prove that Fox knowingly or recklessly aired these claims. Mm. So Fox was preparing to argue, well, actually our hosts who were interviewing these people either believed these claims or felt like the jury's still out. We're keeping an open mind about this. Um, but there's just a mountain of evidence here. And now we know that they've, they've decided to settle and pay a huge sum of money to avoid having to make that argument. Yeah. So Rupert Murdoch, the executive chairman of Fox News, 
He's agreed, as you say, to settle. It's huge money, $1.1 billion in Australian terms. It's massive. I think a a question for many of us is why didn't he settle sooner? Mm. Um, Because Rupert Murdoch has a history of settling massive lawsuits like this, and it was curious to us that it had dragged on for this long. But, but, But I think also why perhaps Fox settled here was... There were several rulings that the judge in this case made that really um, limited Fox's legal defense. So they were prevented from arguing certain things in court like, well, we were just covering the news, so this was fine. Or these were just the opinions of guests, um, so this is fine. They couldn't argue that as a defense for libel. So I think the calculation was made clearly that they would have lost, so they settled. And this isn't even the end of it, is it, for Fox News? It has other cases that it also has to deal with yet. That's right. They have another lawsuit pending against them filed by a different voting technology company called Smartmatic. That lawsuit is $2.7 billion. The the lawyer representing Smartmatic in, in that case issued a statement, you know, talking about how the, they're going to proceed with their lawsuit. But perhaps that will put Fox in a position of wanting to settle faster or they, they might just be examining the difference between the strengths in those two cases. Mm, OK. And what does it mean ultimately for Donald Trump? You said he's running again for the Republican nominee. But he still hasn't relented on the false conspiracy that the 2020 election was stolen. Yeah, I think this is really going to put not just Fox News, but a lot of conservative media in a very tricky position. Because if the candidate and potentially the leading candidate, if one of his main pieces of his platform is the election was stolen from me, how do you put that on air without also saying that's not true? Elahay Izadi is the media reporter for The Washington Post. It's believed the settlement does not require Fox to issue an on-air correction or apology. This episode was produced by Veronica Appap, Flint Duxfield, Sam Dunn and Chris Dengate, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. ABC News Daily will be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.